Hey y'all, it's Jason here with Good Mistake Seasoning. You can order your bottle or bottles at bringthetasty.com. Good Mistake Seasoning is good on anything. It's even good on chicken, good on pork, heck, it's even good on fish. Now, here's fish at six. Straight dope, no bullshit. Let's go. I'm Mike Fisher, your trusty and trusted reporter, the 75-member staff at your service. 66,000 of us fish heads in Cowboy Nation, strong, ready to go after it tonight. Fish at 6. We do it every weekday night at 6 p.m. And weekends, whenever we damn please. 7.20, breakfast at Fish Knees as well. We move the show to New York City, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And we invite you to come with us tonight. Top 10 takes from our day at the star, including the 75 member staff with Mike McCarthy at practice and in the locker room. And away we go. Carpe Omnia. That's the theme. That's Mike McCarthy's team theme. Last year, it was uh, resilience, right? As I recall. Last year, they used English. This year, the Cowboys players are so smart, they now speak Latin. We will will have some reaction for you tomorrow uh, after poking around in the building and in the locker room. What do the players think about Carpe Omnia now? Yeah, um, think of what Dead Poet Society movie. Oh, finally, I caught a fish live. Straight dope, no bullshit. Uh, Spanish, maybe a little, hey, Italian, hey, but Latin? So Mike McCarthy's pulling out the Latin as this year's team theme. Carpe, we know what that means. because It means seize because we know the movie, the Robin Williams movie, Dead Poets Society, where he told the boys, seize the day, boys. That's the only reason we know that. Oh. I'm told that we're uh, doing some freezing. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a minute, and then we'll start over again. How are we looking? Yeah, we are getting AT and T fiber sometime soon in this thing. You know what? I'm gonna go fast. I'm gonna squeeze as much information as I can. Uh, so don't don't even bother yelling at me because I'm not gonna answer you. Here we go. Carpe diem. One. Carpe omnia. It means seize everything. And it's now plastered. It'll be, it's on t-shirts, it's on sweatshirts, it's plastered all over the building. Seize everything. At the same time, carpe diem. Like, Cowboys got to do it right now. But definitely, Mike McCarthy, whatever carpe Sunday is, seize Sunday, would you please? Item two, Micah and Bosa. Bosa gets the big monster deal, $34 million a year. Not shocking when I tell you what we've been telling you about Micah's number. We've been predicting Micah's APY number starting next year will be 35. Perfect fit. Micah says, I'm coming for you. Uh, in a good way. And he says he told that to Bosa. And he and I love this. Not just 
You know, like not I'm coming for you. I don't like you. Or it's Cowboys versus 49ers. He's kind of he's saying I I admire you, and not just the dollars. Great quote from Micah. And I'm going to go back around to the bottom today and tell you that Micah Parsons is so smart, he's already negotiating his contract, even though he's not eligible for a new contract. Hey, uh, he deserves it, Micah says of Bosa. He's the best player in the league last year. Best player in the league. Hmm. Hmm. Then he says about his coming contract, it's not just the money. It's the heart and the significance behind the money. Hmm, hmm, that's a beard scratcher. What does Micah mean? Hang tight. Item three. Somebody said, hey, good news on Tyler Smith. He's playing Sunday. I don't know who told you that. I didn't tell you that. He did not practice today. Donovan Wilson did not practice today. Sam Williams did not practice today. I did see Donovan on the cords. Sam Williams spent a little time on the cords. Sam, you, Sam, you need to pick it up. Snap it up. Hey, Sam Williams, carpe omnia. He just kind of kind of doing a slow moving Joe thing around the building. Yeah, whoever is reporting that Tyler Smith is playing Sunday is premature. He didn't even practice. I will be at practice tomorrow morning. By the way, Cowboys scoop du jour. Scoop the fish. Cowboys are going to move practice tomorrow morning. They were going to do it like at 11. Now they're going to do it like 8.30. Why? Because at 11, it's going to be 105 degrees in Frisco. 8.30 or so, it's going to be 90 degrees. Smart. Zemron Vance. Fish, you said that he's the kind of player you think who could play even... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying... I'm not saying he's not playing Sunday. I'm saying who's ever reporting that he is playing is premature. Listen to me, Zemron Vance. Listen to me, my son. Item four. Uh, this big story about Troy almost signed on with the Dolphins is true. But I, I got news for ESPN. It's just because it's true doesn't mean it's new. Go Google that. That's been around for 100 years. Uh, everybody that covers the Cowboys, including many of you, know that. By the way, he also thought about signing on with the Chargers. The Chargers, maybe when Norv was there? And then the Dolphins, I guess, when Wanstead was there. I think that was 2003. Here's what's getting left out of this story, though. And it's a cool story. It's an interesting story. Thank goodness. Uh, Troy, cowboy for life. That's the way we want it. Ismail, how long before Deion Sanders becomes a cowboy head coach? He says he doesn't want that job. He told us that here. So, based on what Dion himself says, how long before he becomes the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, forever. Frank E, is Schoon okay for Sunday night? Frank E is Uncle Fish Premium. 
I've watched him work. He looks like he's working. What they're leaving out of the story is why these other teams said no. I promise you, Miami said no because they, they were afraid of the next concussion. Right about 2003, we started understanding just a little bit about what was going on with our scrambled eggs. And right about that time is when I swear to you, Aikman must, surely Aikman knows this, if a dope like me knows it. They said, they decided in their building, let's not do that because we don't want to be the team that gives Troy Aikman a concussion that causes tragic scrambling and ends his career. Again, re-ends his career. Fun story, old story. But yeah, uh, now listen, you've, you've seen it. I mean, was Aikman beat up? Beat up in his back, beat up in his head? Beat up, yeah. Could he still gone out and played at the highest level? Have you, have you seen him walking down the street? What is he, 55? Uh, for somebody between the ages of him and me, <laughs> we, are the two, we are the two most physically fit old men in town. RHL, $2 pitching. That's why Tua won't last the season. Uh, I don't mean to be crude, but like for fantasy football, you just, you just, you can't take Tua because when another guy gets hit and he goes out for a, he'll be out for a game like that. If Tua gets hit like that, he, he, he might be done for his career. So I, I'm with you. And I don't, I really, I don't mean to be turn everything into fantasy football, but that's where my mind went because we did two drafts the last two nights. I'm like, there's no way you're taking Tua. Jose, $10 pitching. This is the best place for Cowboys news and cool Cowboys stories. Because I'm an old man with a big, gigantic head, we do have some stories stored up there. That much is true. Item five, the Trey secret. And if you watch the show or you've watched my coverage of the Cowboys for 34 years, you may already understand where we're going here. Regarding Jerry and the Trey Lance trade. First of all, I have no idea why anybody thinks somebody should is supposed to ask Dak's permission. Or even clue Dak in. I guess you could. Um, personally, I like the most, for the most part, I like the players to be players. Now, are we going to run things by Dirk Davitsky? That's probably a good idea. Um, Aikman pointed out in the Schefter thing, that when it came to backup quarterbacks, they they always let me in on it. I didn't have veto part. Troy, though, I think that was for number two quarterbacks. I don't think they checked with you on, on number three quarterbacks. I don't think they did. And by the way, and I listen, Troy's friend of the show. Just because you check in with Dak or Troy or Dirk doesn't mean the decision's right. They don't owe a conversation to Dak Prescott because they're trading for a third round dart throw quarterback. And I'm, I'm, what I guessed at regarding McCarthy turns out to be true. Was he involved in the, no. Did the Cowboys 
management already know what McCarthy thought of the concept? Yes, generally, anyway. And because otherwise, listen, you wouldn't do that and say, Mike McCarthy, I know you hate Trey Lance. Here you go. Make it work. So they already had a working knowledge of what McCarthy would think. But here's the here's Jerry's best answer. And you can take this or leave this. Some owners making big decisions aren't involved at all. In Seattle, is that Paul Allen's widow? When they're making a transaction, they don't check with for a third string quarterback or whoever. They don't check with Paul Allen's widow. Other places, big transaction, absolutely the owner. Uh, they don't do anything on the Raiders involving a paycheck without checking with Mr. Davis. Not a penny. Over the years, I'll give the old Eagles as the best example. Norman Brayman, you ever heard that name? The old Eagles owner. The story goes, you talk about buying a team for a toy, bought the Eagles, and then wasn't always at the games. Why not? He's in the south of France for the for the first half of the for the NFL season, the owner. And so we want to make a transaction, a big one, and it involves money and involves the direction of the franchise. Well, we got to ask the owner. Well, the owner's not answering the phone. Why not? Well, because we can't get a good connection in the vineyard in Paris. That's why. That's what Jerry's talking about when he says we're streamlined here. We got a decision. We don't have to find the owner. The owner's already sitting right here. We don't have to get the owner, the president, and general manager all agree. They already all automatically agree because they're all one guy. That doesn't mean Jerry makes decisions unilaterally. He does not. And virtually never has. But it means when it's time to go, we do it or not, this franchise can say yes or no quickly. That doesn't make the answers right. I'm not even saying the system's right, but I'm explaining the system. Art Vandalay, I wish Jerry would spend the season in France. Okay, you got me. <laughs> you got me. John L., they sat Trey Lance in a corner and said, now tell us everything you know about the 49ers. Yeah, uh, I, a fun idea, grossly overplayed though in the NFL, not just by you, Janelle, but by sports writers. Oh, who's going to tell it? They, they got a guy off the Giants, packed the squad. He's going to tell all kinds of Giants secrets. The Cowboys know all, they know plenty about the Giants. The Cowboys scouting department, advanced scouting department, and coaching staff has watched way more film of the Giants than some practice squad offensive lineman has watched film of the Giants. Shadow Wolf, $20 pitching. This is the best Cowboy channel, and I want to say thank you for all you do. Thank you, Shadow. How nice of you. Drew, Uncle Fish, premium. If we're blowing out a team later in the year, what's your thought on putting in Trey to give him some playing time? Your answer, Drew, is in the three quarterback rule. And are you you're, you're using up the spot on the fifty three? I, I, I maybe they've made this too complicated. Maybe I need to pull out and read it myself. I 
I yes. If there's no, if there's nothing at stake, and it doesn't violate the the new three quarterback rule, sure. But but we are a million miles from that, right? A million miles from that. So the Trey's secret, oh, Jerry, it's Jerry's secret. It's not a secret. They do this all the time. This organization streamlines stuff like streamlines decisions all the time. Always had. I think it's a benefit. But what, no matter what you think of it, now you know more about how it works. Chase Wilson, $10 pitch in another refund. Would you be surprised if we see the Cowboys tomorrow night before the game announce a new contract for deck? I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if we roll out of bed tomorrow morning and there it sits. I wouldn't be surprised if Sunday morning it happens. I wouldn't be surprised if Jerry announces it at halftime Sunday night. Would not be surprised at all. Item six. Troy commenting on Trey and basically agreeing with me. I call it a dart throw. He's calling it a why not. And Shefty asked him, you know, what do you think of Trey? And he goes, why not? And that's it. Why not? What's the downside? And as long as the Cowboys can maneuver their way through the white noise of bullshit, there's really not much downside here. And I've told you, because some people have said, okay, but Trey Lance, you can't, you know, you got to be in Dak's ear or you got to get up. Trey, Trey was in Dak's ear last week. This week, as Lance himself told me, I am not in his ear. I am out of the way. This isn't about me now. I, I got myself a couple of days to try to figure out where, you know, where, where should I buy a house? I, I got nothing to do with I got nothing to do with Giants now, unless you need me to set out some orange cones. Item seven uh, on 105 through the fan, Jerry. It was suggested that because the Cowboys haven't won the Super Bowl in 27 years, that Jerry's somehow it was put up. Jerry's got a miserable life. Somebody somehow, and Jerry very quick to say, "No, I'm frustrated. I'm not miserable." Jay Williams, I'm not worried about Trey Lance. He pitches in debris front against the Giants. Because I'm jacked. That's right. Trust me. Jerry's not miserable. He's frustrated. But there's a gigantic difference. And I can only testify my experience of Zance. I get it. Fans are miserable and frustrated. Well, you should be frustrated, Zans. But you're really miserable? Being a Cowboy fan? I don't buy it. Jerry prides himself on being a sportsman and a businessman. He is the very best at one and for 27 years hasn't been the best at the other. Frustrated is a good word. Miserable is a terrible word. You're not miserable being a Cowboy fan. This is fantastic. David Miller, Uncle Fish Premium. Everybody, please hit the like button. Which, yeah. Um, some of our videos now, uh, 24,000 people watch them over the course of an hour. So while you're in there, while you're in here, please hit the like button. It beats the algorithms. It gives Cowboy Nation and Fish Heads authority on YouTube. YouTube literally gets out of your way. 
I'll never be miserable as a Cowboy fan, but sometimes I get frustrated. There you go. Joey asked a great question. So had the Cowboys won the Super Bowl in 2007, so it wasn't a 27-year drought, would we be more satisfied? You're dead, dead on. Part of the blessing and curse of being a Cowboy fan is you... Bully Forge, Fish, give Caleb his shout-out. Shout-out to Caleb. Whoop, whoop. You grew up, whether no matter which generation you were, before the 90s or growing up, you 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 grew up thinking it was kind of your birthright to go to the Cowboys, that that's just go to the Super Bowl, that that's just the way it should work. And it doesn't. Doesn't work that way. Kenneth Easley with a $10 pitch and Uncle Fish, since you speak Jerry, what did he mean when he said Trey could pay dividends this season? Uh, in that case, the J and the J stand for Jibba and Jabba. Jibba Jabba. There's no dividends this season. Except that he can put up orange cones. In that same uh, discussion, by the way, Jerry also said, he he is not a factor this season. So jibba jabba. Mark Cuban, uh, Mark Cuban and I became friends before he became a billionaire. He was a millionaire, however, because he used to hang out at my radio station, 570 Cliff, and that's where he figured out how to hook up the wires and the zibzabs and the dibdabs so he could listen to Hoosier college basketball via the internet, like radio. What? He kind of helped invent that, as you may know. So we got to be friendly. And he helped me start DallasBasketball.com. So his very first game as the owner, it's a preseason game, his very first game. Clean your camera, Fish. Son of a bee. I haven't had to do that for months. Oh, yeah, that's much better. First preseason game. There's Cuban. He's got his T-shirt on. He's got his jeans on. He's got his hair. And he's a hooting and a hollering. It's a preseason game. I'm watching him. Kind of watching the game, but I'm really watching him. And after the game, I go into the locker room. And back then, they had a big, big tables lined with, you know, takeout food. And so the players would grab a burrito and throw it in a uh, tinfoil and take it home. And I'm walking with Cuban. I'm gonna, I gotta interview him after this completely meaningless loss. And we walk out to the parking lot, walking out to his car, and he's got his burrito in the tinfoil. And I'm saying, so what's your reaction to your very first? And he takes his burrito and he just with all the velocity of a college rugby player like he was, he smashes it on the ground. Burrito goes everywhere. I'm like, dude, even if the Mavericks ever get good, and at that point, it never looked like they would. What are you going to do? You're going to smash 40 burritos a year? Simmer down. So I do believe, I can't speak for every owner in every sport. I believe that Cuban and Jerry share this. 
This burns them. To not be great at everything they do. And and billions of dollars, I mean, you, you can use billions of dollars as a Band-Aid over the cut, but the cut's still under there. The burn's still under there. I believe that. Some of you are going to laugh at me. Roger Staubach holds the franchise record. He's got, he, he won 11 consecutive games against the pitiful Giants. If Dak wins Sunday, which he will, Dak will have beaten the Giants 11 straight times. Dak will tie Roger Staubach. What? I'm just saying. Tammy C, $10 pitch in. Fish, thanks for all you do. Go Cowboys. Uh, who's our number two running back? It's three guys. Three guys. Maybe two guys. Rico and Deuce are RB2A and RB2B. And it's probably too early to not think that Hunter Lipke might get a uniform on Sunday night. And I know if he doesn't, if Hunter Lipke doesn't get a uniform and the Cowboys lose, which they won't, Cowboy Nation and Fishheads are going to be in an uproar. Hunter Lipke could have won that game for us, you'll say. <laughs> Item eight, Micah is going to do a podcast. He smartly said, no, I'm not going to go on that. Sh I, I know I agreed to tear up my contract. I'm not going on that show. He's decided to do what, what a lot of smart guys have done. Instead of worrying about getting interviewed by somebody else, why don't I just own the show? So he's going to do a, he's going to start a video podcast and it's in coordination, I believe, with Omaha Productions. Well, you know who that is. He's going into business with Peyton Manning. Into the video, podcast, broadcast, quarterback, Netflixy, Bleacher Report, Peyton Manning. Mike is no dummy. Just he's got so he might he's got so much to say. Why not own it and sell it like I do? Item 10 and then a bonus. I am not anti-Colin Coward. Uh, I enjoy going on his show. It's been a while. Come on, Colin. Chris Newman, Michael Parsons is your goal line back. That actually came up in the press conference today with McCarthy and I, I did a segment with Bree that I'll bring to you shortly about how absolutely stupid I think that is. It is true. Micah Parsons from the age of six to the age of 18 was untackleable. He was, as he himself says, the water boy. It's such a dumb idea. 
as I've reported. They let Micah Parsons field a punt every once in a while in practice, just goofing around. They let Micah Parsons catch a pitch out from Dak in a, in a not a real play circumstance, just because just, he's got so much nervous energy. Fine, return a punt, field a punt. You put Micah Parsons in a game as a goof and let him play fullback and he gets hurt. You know what you are, Mike McCarthy? You think you're on the hot seat now? Get Micah Parsons hurt playing fullback because you're dicking around. Terrible idea. I, first, as you know, I don't like the idea of a guard playing, a, a big fat guard playing fullback. I think it's stupid. I think it's gimmicky and I think it's cute. Michael Parsons didn't play college football running back. Hunter Lipke did. Rico Dowdle did. Tony Pollard did. Deuce Bond did. I need a short yardage. I need a yard. And let's assume that Hunter Lipke is an NFL player because I guess he is. Oh, Linda Woodson, Uncle Fish Premium. It's fun to think about. Micah the mini fridge. Oh, it's fun. And Fridge Perry was fun. And I guess it worked out. Why not Micah at wide receiver? Why not Micah at quarterback? I don't mind having a little fun. But you 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 have a screw up of some sort of epic proportions, including injury-wise. And watch how not any more fun it is. Is Micah Parsons a better NFL running back than Hunter Lipke? Number one, the answer is no. And number two, if he is, then why is he playing? He's a he's a he's a running back? Oh, then play him at running back. He's not a running back. He was a running back when he was six. More on Mike in a minute. So, Colin, in judging Jalen Hurts versus Dak. I won't get on. Jalen Hurts is better. I don't argue with that. Caleb Dempsey, Fish, can you predict the Cowboys versus Giants game? I will. As the week goes on, the Cowboys will win. Jalen Hurts is better today than Dak Prescott based on what we know. Jeff T, aren't a lot of wide receivers, former college quarterback? Yeah, what does that have to do with it? That doesn't make them quarterbacks now. Listen, guys, you, you, a bunch of you did this. A bunch of you played Little League football, right? The first thing you did, the first thing that your coach when you were eight years old did was find out which one of these kids knew the plays, was the best runner, and maybe could throw a little bit. You're the quarterback because we're eight and we can barely figure out how to hand it off or how to snap it, but we're going to give it to the quarterback or we're going to give it to the running back and you just do whatever you do. 
Nobody knows how to block. Nobody knows how to tackle. So, yes, I bet you an incredible number of people who are in the NFL now, at some point in their youth career, played quarterback and running back. An incredible, even the big fat guys. I don't think it's controversial today to say that Jalen Hurts is better than Dak Prescott. Paul Gale, the stats don't say they do. Yeah, they do. The stats say that Jalen Hurts is better than back. Jalen Hurts almost won the MVP. Dak Prescott didn't. Jalen Hurts at this moment can be judged to be better than Dak Prescott based on what we know. They went to the Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts. You didn't. Based on what we know today. But there's a but. Colin Coward says, Dak's a regressing pocket passer. He says, I see Dak as a regressing pocket passer. Whoa. Jose Hernandez, Dak did win rookie of the year. Well, that was seven years ago. Vinny Hagen, Trey Lance, and a speckled passage. No, this isn't Des Bryant fan, uh, Madden football. I see Dak as a regressing pocket passer. I'm not trying to be a slappy, and I'm not trying to be argumentative. I I like Colin. I want to go back on his show. When did you see him? When did you see him as a regressing pocket passer? Like, first of all, when was he regressing? I haven't known. If you look at the, if you really look at the interceptions, they aren't the result of regression. When did he become a, only a pocket passer? Because guys, and and I know many of you went to training camp, and plenty of you saw video. He's not a pocket passer. He's not an only pocket passer. Uh, as Art points out. Over the course of whatever Dak is, doesn't this, I got a stat in my pocket somewhere. Doesn't the Dak Prescott-led offense over the course of time score 28 points a game? And isn't that the best in the NFL? How are you ripping Dak Prescott today? And what I'm saying to Colin and any other critics and say, here's what I see in Dak. You don't see him. You didn't go to Oxnard. You weren't at practice today. You never even talked to him. This is why I can't wait for Thursday night, among all the other reasons, not to mention Sunday, Sunday night, Monday. There's a lot of reasons, same as you. But one of my leading reasons why I can't wait will be done with that. We'll move on to other stupid opinions, but we'll be done with People pretending to know things that they cannot know. You can't know that Dak is a regressing passer. You cannot know that Dak is only a pocket passer. You cannot know that. You haven't seen him play in seven months. I saw him practice today. He didn't look like he was regressing, and he didn't look like he was immobile. Now, bonus number 11. Micah Parsons 
has opened contract negotiations. I should make this a headline. Thor, Dak had an off year with the interceptions. By the the number was an off year. Was his were his throws an off year, or was it just the interceptions? Think about it. Headline. Dak Prescott, I'm sorry, Micah Parsons has open contract negotiations with the Cowboys. Now, wait one minute. They can't. It's illegal. He's not eligible. Dak's, uh, Micah's two comments that I said to open the show. When he talks about Joey Bosa saying, he doesn't say, well, you know, he deserves everything he's getting. He was the best defensive player in the league. He didn't say defensive. He's the best player. Why do you think that is? This kid's no dummy. I, I don't know this. I just think this. I think that Micah Parsons planned to say it that way. Because instead of saying, hey, bro, remember for uh, one month, thanks for being the Uncle Fish. Hit the like button one more time. Sure, hit the like button. Kenneth Easley, having wide receiver three and wide receiver four trying to play second fiddle to Lamb didn't help Dak at all. Yeah, they, they, didn't, they didn't get much help last year at wide receiver. That's good. I don't think Brandon Cooks is going to have a bunch of balls bounce off his forehead. Uh, I don't think Brandon Cooks is going to run wrong routes. In fact, I know he won't. Joey Bosa is best player in the league. Why would he say that on purpose when most people would say he's the best defensive player in the league? I'll tell you why. Micah is trying to break through the wall that says, Offensive players get paid like this, including quarterbacks. Defensive players get played like that. I know he is. I don't think he is. I know he is. Trying to break through the wall. And then, so so he's, he's basically planting a seed to say, I don't want you to negotiate with me as if I'm going to be the highest paid defensive player in football. I want you to negotiate with me after this season. When it's legal, like I'm just one of the best players in football. Not, we don't, don't put, don't qualify it. Pretty smart, Micah. And then he says, it's not the payday alone. It's not the money. It's the heart and the significance behind the money. And mark this down. And when the time's right, I will ask. I bet you in Micah Parsons' first conversation or his agent's first conversation with the Joneses, that phrase is used. Well, Micah, you know what? How much you want to get paid? Well, Jerry, it's not the money. It's the heart, my heart. And the significance, my significance behind the money. Mike Bullard, Fish, would you please quit saying getting hurt in practice is not proof. You can get injured. I have no idea what you're talking about, Mike. 
you're one of my 66 favorite best friends. No idea what you're asking me to do. I'm sure glad I wasted my time trying to figure out your uh, English as a second language question. I'm just busting your balls. Take it easy. Micah is already negotiating his new contract, and he's not even eligible for one yet. Legit or not, it's not the money, but it's the money. Listen, it is the money. Micah Parsons will become the highest paid defensive player in the history of football. Book it. But in his conversation, he doesn't want, he's, he's not going to use the word defensive. And he doesn't want to just make it. He wants to make it about something more than money. It's not not the money. It's more than money. It's the heart. I want to be paid for my heart and my significance. And that is, what do we he is negotiating seven months in advance. Pastor of Muppets, my ankles are actually, if you saw them, would be to you a little bit of a turn on. Fish out.